Welcome to Tight Ends, a fantasy football podcast based out of the UK. As ever, I'm your co-host, Fitz. I am the commissioner of the Anglo-Scot Fantasy Football League. It's been running for 12 long years now. I am GM of the Chilton Stallions, the champion Chilton Stallions. from Ah, hey, jumping in there. Sorry, mate. <laughs> champions from last year. And the voice you just heard is my fellow co-host, Flem. How you doing, Flem? Uh, I am all right, thank you, buddy. Sorry, I'm trying to work with my new system today. Yeah. Uh, and it's all a bit mad. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> What's new, pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, so we've got pussycat that. And, and the other thing is, I'm not going to lie, I am on day two of the worst hangover known to mankind as well. So I'm sorry about that in advance. Uh, that's all right. That's we were right. meant we were meant to record this yesterday, but um, I was still asleep. So apologies for that. No, don't worry about it. We apologise uh, to the listeners. Don't have to apologise to me. I'm all well and good. I know what those long hangovers feel like when you hit your forties and oh, you man. think you can get over it in a day, and then it's three days later and you still feel it. So it just doesn't happen. Doesn't happen, yeah. and it is brutal. Well, let's um, let's not be rude. Let's make sure we introduce our uh, guest this week. tune for the Essex Musketeers, Mr. Paul Radden. Paul, how are you doing, fella? I'm very well. How are you, gentlemen? Yeah. Well, Flynn's nursing a hangover. And to be honest, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit pissed off at the moment. And just, <laughs> I don't know. I know why this is. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. So for listeners, I'm, as I mentioned in the intro, and I mentioned pretty much any intro I do, I'm the commissioner of our fantasy football league. It's been running 12 years. We've never done an in-person live draft. For the first time in over a decade, I've managed to get everyone to do a effing doodle poll. We had agreed a date. I booked my hotel. We'd agreed a location, et cetera, et cetera. What happens? One of the fuckers, do, oh, my missus has booked a holiday. Sorry. I mean, come when you on. Say, when you see one of them, fucking name and shame, at least. Oh, yeah, Nick Walter. Nick yeah. Walter of Ooh. Wife League Sharks. Yeah. Been in the league five years. Um... Oh, yeah, I can't do it. I'm going to, have to dial in from where the fuck was he going on? He did say he was going somewhere, didn't he? Where was it again? Somewhere to oh, Spanish God. Island. Southport. Yeah. Bangkok. <laughs> Bangkok. <laughs> I'm just like, but anyone else who's a commissioner of a league or tries to herd cats the same way I try and herd you lot sometimes, it's like, oh, we're, I thought. are all right. You've you got, yeah. To, well, no. to the converted here. Yeah. Well, it, unless unless I'm hungover and can't do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm all right. It's just that just that's just you know you try and get something set up like which is months away, and some fucking idiot can't say to his wife, "Oh, I've put something in the calendar. Make sure we don't book something on that weekend." Um, even if yeah. it, hey, let's be honest, even if it was in the calendar, there's every chance the missus is. And I'm not just talking about his having never met his missus, but yeah. you know, yeah, you've yeah, got no, a reputation. We, they just say, "Well, it's not important." Yeah, not important. The same boat. I know. I know. But yeah, apart from that, all good. And look, there's lots been going on in the NFL. Uh, We're just at that point when it's about to go quiet again. But we've got so much to chat about and get through. Where do we start, Flem?
sorry, I put the extended version on there. I was going to say that felt longer than normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Where do you want to start? Where, uh, to where start? shall we start? I think we should start with one of the biggest stories that's happened in the last couple of weeks, and that is this. Eighteen years in the same city. It's been a lot of uh, introductions today. Meet a lot of people. There's a lot of excitement. I'm here because I believe this. I believe in this team. I believe in Kosala. I believe in the direction. Uh, Joe Douglas, obviously, he's So that is the big news that Aaron Rodgers has finally gone to New York Jets. Um, shut that up. What's your thoughts? <laughs> it was on the most like, fuck's sake, man, shut up, right? I'm literally like, oh, are you still drunk? Like, what? The, you're, you're a much better editor than I am, and then uh, a producer. And then I'm would... thinking, oh, maybe I should have edited and produced this one. I was waiting for you to join in then, Flem. Like, uh, I, I used to do my karaoke song as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rogers is finally at the Jets. It's been, it's been coming, it's been coming, it's been coming. He's yeah. finally there. Uh, he's finally left Green Bay. Um, what do you think? Can he do a Tom Brady with the Bucks and take them to the next level? Go on, Paul. You're, you're on, a big Paul. fan. Yeah. You're a big well, fan of Rogers. Want to hear from you? Yeah. Well, it's not just that he's finally joined the Jets. He's finally stepped out of his deprivation tank from his retreats <laughs> where he made his decision. I mean, Jesus Christ, what was all that about? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a strange one. I mean. Obviously, I hope he can't do what Tom Brady did <laughs> with the Buccaneers because, <laughs> you know, I'm not Roger's biggest fan and I think he's pretty doubtful. It's trying to be slightly neutral, as neutral as I can when I talk about Aaron Rodgers because I hate that fucking bastard. Um, he's strong. Strong, slightly strong. Um, I think he just wants to live in New York. I mean, yeah. he spent all that time in, in, in Wisconsin, um, I don't know Wisconsin very well, but you know it's Green Bay. For... Green Bay is a beautiful place to live. Yeah, but it's quiet. It's fucking you know? not. It's like shit there's nothing <laughs> much going on, uh, like New York. So yeah. I think he's been given this opportunity. I mean, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want to live in New York for a while? Pretty big payday. Uh, has he got the players? He's got some decent receivers, decent running backs. Um, they're solid. But Super Bowl bound, mm, not so sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily agree with the Super Bowl bound, but I, I, I disagree a little bit with what you say about decent players around. I, I think that the receiving core the Jets have got uh, have been highly underutilized with the with the quarterbacks that they've had. But I think guys like Lazard, Wilson, uh, really, really good quality players. Garrett Wilson, in particular, I think is a brilliant player, uh, and you know he had a really great season last year uh, with the garbage that was getting thrown to him. Yeah. It would not be surprising to me if he has a complete breakout this year. If they can get playoffs bound, like that's always going to be a success for the Jets, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on. Garrett Wilson, didn't he get offensive rookie of the year last year? He did year? get offensive rookie of the year So last that's, year. that's yeah. pretty much a breakout in itself, right? So yeah. I don't think he... I don't okay. Think... <laughs> yeah, I see, I see what you mean. Uh, yeah, okay. He, he was offensive rookie of the year last year, but... but I'm, I'm I, I, I'll put it this yeah. way. 
from a fantasy perspective, has Garrett Wilson shot up in my estimations about where I can particularly draft him? Absolutely. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's, well, without giving too much away, you know, he's, <laughs> he's potentially a round two pick here. He's up there. He's up there. The, the bit that I found interesting, and I, I take your point, Paul, because there was all that talk a couple of years ago of Rogers wanting to go to the West Coast, not the East Coast, um, when he was first rumoured to be wanting to leave the Packers. But the, the bit I'm really interested in is the fantasy implications for Rogers himself. Because mm-hmm. he, like, so a lot of leagues, if you've got like 12, 14, 16 team leagues, I'm sure he got picked up. People with maybe a 10 team league, eight team leagues, uh, in our league, no one picked him up last year. Yeah. And he's been a bit off the boil and the Packers, uh, as I have the Packers, right? And if you think about it, that's the bit that's interesting to me. He is going to a better overall team, albeit in a much more competitive division, much more competitive conference. And I look back at his stats and I think he's what, won MVP four times, Super Bowl once. He had those back-to-back MVP years in 2021. I was like, okay, that's all very well and good. I went and looked at his points per game. So if you look at a PPR league, yeah, his points per... I'll, let me give you a benchmark. Mahomes and, and, and Allen over their careers, short, shorter careers, right? Mahomes' average points per game, 21. Allen, 21.7. Mm-hmm. What do you think Rogers is, on average, points per game? 13. Paul? 17. 17.4. Paul, we got so close. So he's averaging over his career four points roughly per game less than Mahomes, maybe five points or so, four and a half from Allen. Last year, he got 14.1 points per game. Right. Yeah. He had double digit interceptions last year, which is the third time only his career. Last year was the fifth, no, last year was the lowest pass yards in about five years for him. So he's like, everything's trending down. Like and it's like that's the bit for me. It makes me go, yeah. Wilson will pick up. You're right, Fleming. I'm with you on that one. But a bit of me goes, is he going to turn it around? Will he become interesting well, to fantasy managers? Yeah. Well, look, th- th- there was always the kind of comparator, wasn't it, about Brady? Was that it was almost like Rogers would think that being MVP was more important, whereas Brady would think that rings were more important, and. Now he's kind of got the opportunity to prove it because he could be MVP at Green Bay and he has been a few times with the not particularly good team around him. So it's going to be really interesting if, for instance, the Jets go one and four in their first five matches. You know, what's going to happen then? Is he going to, you know, fucking throw the towel in and just say, nah, I've had enough of that? Is he going to be enough of a leader to try and turn it around? So, yeah, it's it's going to be fascinating. It's something we've never talked about. He's not, look, let's be, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm leaning toward, oh, you hate him because you're a Lions fan, right? But I, and he's pretty much owned you for his whole career as a, as a Packers QB. But I'm, I liked him a lot until that bullshit about uh, the vaccination status came out during COVID. Yeah. He said he was immunized. Yeah. And that was his way of getting out of saying he'd actually hadn't been vaccinated, which I thought was incredibly, that's no leadership there. That's irresponsible and that's immature. And the guy was, that was just being a prick in my eyes. Um, and then this week, when I was doing some research for this, I saw he had, he he he's um his views on nine eleven are interesting. Have you guys seen this? <laughs> so yeah. uh, so Deshaun Kaiser, Kaiser, I think it was a guy called Kaiser who was like a backup QB. He, one of the first times he met, if you guys, if you look up Kaiser Rogers nine eleven, Kaiser tells a story that 
on meeting Rogers, Rogers basically turned around and was like, "Oh, do you, do you, what do you believe around 9-11? Basically <laughs> show, showing that he really thinks there's some sort of conspiracy theories at play here. And I just thought, wow. I've not got, I've not got a sound effect for that on my board. Is that all right? <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah like it's going to be it's it's going to be it's going to be really interesting. We've never talked about Rogers going somewhere else and starting a new and and doing all these things. And the Jets have always been down in the doldrums. We talked about them last season. They kind of starting to look like they were on their way back last season. Definitely Uh, had a bit of a dodgy end as, as it got towards the end. But you know we're definitely showing shoots of growth. Is this the latter piece in the jigsaw? We will see. Maybe we will see. Maybe. Should we talk about? Should we, should we talk about what other big story you, you want to well, see? One question I want to ask yeah. Paul. Paul, as a long diehard Lions fan, would you pick up Rogers next year in the draft or any of the receivers he's thrown to? Oh no, it's it's tough. The receivers, yeah, Rogers. Oh, I don't know. It sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> the one nice thing was that his last game for Green Bay was against the Lions and he lost and he, he took multiple sacks as well. So uh, the Lions sent him, sent him packing. Never feel bad about drafting anyone. You're talking to the guy here who drafted Aaron Hernandez three years in a row. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look where that ended up. Shall we talk more about the Lions, Fitz? Let's do it. Let's do it. Money, 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 money. Oh, dear, Paul. Money. Oh, dear. What happened? <laughs> In the news for the wrong reasons. Go on. Tell us about it. Yeah. So news broke, I think, last week that um, several Lions players had been caught gambling. Um, four Lions players, actually. Two were instantly dismissed by the franchise. Um, Quinton Cephas and CJ Moore. He then turns out that our so-called star rookie who's hardly played any games. Um, he was caught um, as well, as well as a guy I don't really know, another receiver, Berry Hill. Um, they've only been given uh, six game suspensions at the moment because the first two were caught gambling on NFL games. The second two just gambling at an NFL facility, not anything to do with NFL games. And the NFL rules are that you cannot gamble whilst on anything to do with work, whether that's on a team bus, a team hotel, in a stadium, etc., And all of them were found guilty. So that's tough on them. I've got a really big fucking issue with this, which, I, which I'm just going to get out there straight away. The NFL, as has many sports, has not been shy in taking the betting dollar. And you know everything's sponsored by DraftKings and you know whatever DraftKings, even though they say they're not gambling, it's gambling. That money does not come without any strings attached, in my mind. And to take multi, multi, multi million pounds worth of gambling money, um, and then to clamp down so hard in these types of scenarios to almost take away the emerald. If they were betting on their own games or anything like that. That's a, that's a whole different world, of course. But to be to be doing that and then suddenly absolutely clamping down on that by their own players is, well, it's not the very first time I've ever said that Roger Cattell's a fucking hypocrite. But, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's maddening. It's, it's happening in sports all over the place, though. You see it in football and, and 
gambling probably isn't as much of a problem in the US as it is in the UK, right? Okay, it's not. It's not as. Uh, I don't think it's as, as as ingrained as it can be in the in the UK. But of course, it still leads to huge problems, whether social, whether financial, or whatever. And to you know, happily take the money and advertise these guys within an inch of their life, and then come down so harsh on guys who are having a flutter or not on their own teams. You know, you can't have it both ways. I'm sorry. Well, I I don't think we disagree with you. We saw last year Ridley, uh, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. He got banned, didn't he, for a year? Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's going to come back next year for the Jags, isn't it? He went to the Jags, I think. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, I'm, I'm with you, right? It's the, it's the hypocrisy at play, but at the same time, Paul's favoured on the lovely little Lions up there in Detroit. <laughs> at what point did none of those players look at what happened to Calvin Ridley, who's a really, I would say, a high-profile star and a really good receiver? Did they go, did they not clock? Did they not get briefed? Did they not get told? They say, this isn't on, guys. Like, the rules are the rules. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah but that's the thing. I mean, that, that is, you're, you're right. The rules are the rules. You know, I'm going on a, on a complete, you know, social justice warrior, whatever you want. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Gambling's a, gambling's a problem and, and it's, a, it's a disaster waiting to happen. I, for me, it's a, I'm more interested in referees, officials, coaches, coordinators, coaches, I want to see one of those get banned because there's no way, not a single referee, coach, coordinator, what backroom staff member is not um, taking advantage of their insights, their knowledge, their position. Like I know why they're coming down on players. They want to protect the integrity of the game, but there's not a chance that there's not a single, you're telling me not a single non-player involved in the game hasn't gambled. That's absolute nonsense. Like, I'm I'm sorry, that's absolute BS. And I, I I'm I'm with you. It's just they've opened up Pandora's box, haven't they? Really, that's what it Big is. Stuff. That's exactly yeah. that's exactly that's exactly what it is. And you've you've hit the nail on the head there. And yeah, yeah you can't. And and you know these these things. Having been a guy who's used them as well, and like in fantasy world, they're they're absolutely all over the place as well with you know DraftKings and whatever. Yeah. Um, but you can't. You 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 cannot have it both ways. Uh, in this in this world, it's just it's just not possible. You cannot imagine for a second we're going to take all these millions of dollars and then be absolutely shocked when suddenly there's a there's a bit of a there's a bit of an issue. So it's uh, yeah, it's well, happening. There was I read the other day there was seven point five billion dollars gambled um, across sports, not NFL, in the, in the, in the America. Wow, seven point five billion. Uh, game revenue spent in, and that's gone up uh, 70, 70, 75, 80% since 21. Wow. Uh, it's just like, um, it's and not crazy. all that, and not all that's Vegas. No. <laughs> yeah, I know that is, that is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Well, um, I think, oh, I don't know. Anyway, we just, Paul, I just, as a fan, you've lost a couple of players there. You look like you were turning a corner there for the Lions. Like they That's were, true. from a fantasy perspective, for me, I was like, oh, I might start paying a bit more attention to the Lions, like roster next year before we draft. Like that kind of thing was kicking in. Does this take away from that, do you think? Um, luckily, no. I mean, Cephas wasn't a bad receiver. Um, he was never going to be the main starter. He suffered, a, I think he broke his collarbone in like the fourth or fifth game after he started reasonable last season. 
Um, and the safety as well. CJ Moore was a starter, but Barry Hill, not so much. But Williams is the disappointment. But he wasn't betting on an NFL game. And if he'd have placed his bet in the comfort of his living room, he wouldn't be suffering the a six game ban. He just did it in a NFL facility. That's what they're saying at the moment. So does that sound harsh? Yes. Did he break the rules? Well, yeah, the letter of the law says yes. So, uh, and he's, he's young, very young. And you just think, is it good that they're stamping down on it? Cause it's a slippery slope where one little bet turns into another, into another, or has he been harshly done by <laughs> the jury's out? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Is. Right. I've got one more story to do before we get into anything else. And um, fuck it, it's a relatively new story. I've not got a sound on it. But if the sound uh, is anything, it is me sitting here saying, I told you so, I told you so. Because when we did this show a couple of weeks back and we were talking all about uh, Hertz getting his big money contract, <laughs> and I made a I made a wager with the guys who were on. I can't even remember who it was. It was, it was you and Brody. It was me. It? Yeah, it, it was. was. Me, yeah. And I asked the question, do you think that at the beginning of the NFL season, Jalen Hurts will still be the highest paid player in the NFL. And actually, it was Brody who said, don't be so stupid. Of course he will. (laughs) (laughs) And what's happened? Lamar Jackson has played a blinder, hasn't he? Lamar Jackson has played an absolute blinder. Don't use an agent. Take all the money yourself. And uh, he's staying with the Ravens. What do we think? (laughs) I mean, what do we think about him staying? What do we think about the contract? Well, well, that's there's there's that there's that many there's that many things that uh, that, that come from it, including running into the draft as well. You know, who's actually the big winners running running into the draft because it, it has implications going that way too. Um, did we ever think he was going to go anywhere else? Um, Barry's no. Barry's theory was. Uh, Jackson will still be at the Ravens, but he won't be starting quarterback. I think we can rule that one out. Now. He didn't look happy for a while, though, did he? He looked like he could he could be going. I think, but I'm surprised that he. I mean, I'm not surprised he took the money. Obviously not. Yeah. Uh, do we have got that money elsewhere? Do we think that OBJ had a, a a massive impact on it? No, I don't think so either. No. I think I think he would have stayed either way. No, the um, guy who keep guy's knee keeps falling out on him. Like he's one legged, you know. Yeah, one-legged receiver who's yeah he's won a ring and he's famous catches, but no, that's not made a difference. I think I think the Hertz thing was a domino effect, right? I think that... it's going to absolutely be a domino effect, and and I would not be surprised to see it go again by the time the season starts. Oh, right. Do you think about some of the other ones waiting for their contracts? Um, someone like yeah, someone like Burrow, who's about to Herbert or Herbert uh, Herbert. I mean, I hope not because he he doesn't deserve it as much. But I could see Joe Burrow's going ahead. Uh, and then you know the record's gone three times in the space of space of a month. Yeah. Um, and like it's the same question as is always the case, isn't it? Where does it end? Well, it, it ends with the salary cap, of course it does uh, in this world. But uh, you think they have to up the salary cap quite a lot now due to this massive increase in wages for QBs? I mean, they're they're, they're talking about it anyway, aren't they? And and the, and this you know this, the salary cap in itself is always a bit of a facade, I think. You know, if teams if teams want to get the players, they will get the players, no matter what. In the same way as you know, any other sport has a budget attached to it. Um, if, if 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 they want it, if they want it, they'll get it. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the thing with the Hertz deal, right, and it's different to the Jackson one. The Hertz deal, everyone's been writing about it and talking about it. It's quite team friendly. Like his cap hit, I think, was like six, seven, eight million, and then next year it's like. 
14 or something million like yeah. he's really light like cap hit wise he's helping the team out massively very kind of brady-esque if you like and then it jumps up a little bit but even then it doesn't jump up to like the 50 odd million that we're talking about with um lamar so i think that, that i don't know how they've got hurts to sign up to that but whatever they've done you know it's they've played a blinder there because it keeps their window open for longer doesn't it so it does and the other thing as well, as I was saying, going into the draft as well, and I, I almost feel like I'm giving away a lot of my fantasy draft <laughs> potentials <laughs> here. Um, they picked up a guy, um, Zay Flowers, out of Boston, is it? He's from? Uh, and he looks the real deal as far as wide receivers go. Uh, you know, he is, he is a really, 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 really great player. So uh, do not be surprised that with him and Jackson together, and OBJ potentially, Look, yeah. okay. and and even our old friend Duvernay. Let's who, not forget Duvernay. Duvernay. Let's not forget Duvernay. The man. I uh, I'm a little bit excited by the Ravens this year. I'm not going to lie. I yeah. can I can see some you know, contenders for sure. Oh yeah, big step. I'm with big you. Step. I'm with yeah. you on that. Definitely cool. contenders. It's it's funny how the draft has that impact, right? That was one of the things I was thinking about, which is. There's loads of people going, oh, draft grades for different teams. Like the your Lions poor got graded really badly, I think. Yeah. Um, Very underwhelming. But but a bit of me goes, how do you know? Yeah, you don't. You just don't know for two, three, four years. Some, yeah. Sometimes you can tell straight off the bat. But on the whole, I kind of look at it and go, how would you know if it's a good draft or not until and, – and the Ravens, to your point, Flem, yeah, they've drafted a couple of players. You think, well, that might start really make, tipping them over the edge. Now Lamar's back in the fold, got OBJ – you, know, you won't know until we're well into the season, right? And we've got to take, as all fantasy players have to, you have to take a stab in the dark and go, I think they're better. I think they're worse. Oh, they don't have Brady. Maybe they're not as good. Oh, they've got Hurts, but they're paying them a little bit, but not too much. So they might yeah. be good again. That kind of thing has to, it comes well, in a lot now, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. Because I've been watching a lot of college football and the one player who I've watched in college football who I think is the most exciting thing that I've seen in years is uh, Bijan Robinson, who, yeah. who went about sixth, was he? To the yeah. Falcons, but that's the yeah. thing. You went to the Falcons, yeah, right. And you sit there and go, if he'd gone to the Ravens, and I mean that would just be, you know, mind blowing. But I'm sitting here, he's at the Falcons, who don't, you know, I've got a shit O line, not much of a passing game, and you think, oh, you know, the Lions passed up on him as well because oh, yeah. the Lions traded down, yeah, took a running back, and we could have had him. And all I'm hearing is great things about him. Oh, I mean, if, if you've not if you've not looked at YouTube clips about this guy yet, I mean, he is a, a beast. And yeah, like college is college, and it, it doesn't necessarily transfer. But uh, even if you look at his stats and the kind of ridiculous numbers he's putting up, you know, this guy's got this guy's got it. You know, he's really got it. Is he for me? Is he not going to just become a new Saquon Barkley, which is a really good running back, but for a mediocre team? Because when the Barkley yeah. joined the Giants, they were and they. They are borderline still mediocre even now. Mm-hmm. Could be. But is Saquon, Bar- is Saquon Barkley a good fantasy pickup? Yeah, he is. Well, he's holding out right now, right? He's not, yeah, he is holding out, yeah. He's like, I'm not playing for you lot because I've earned bit, bit, pretty much nothing and I'll get pennies next year. I mean, he's the tire is losing its tread, isn't it? So to speak, yeah. for him. I don't blame him for holding out, but it's kind of... I don't know. Who had Barkley this year? Me. Oh, you did. That's right. How did that go? Oh, well, it got me second. <laughs> <laughs> no, Saquon Barkley. I mean, I, I think I picked him second round actually uh, last year. Okay, and he was you happy with that. Uh, yeah, look, he was one of the more 
he was definitely one of the more uh, reliable pickups that I had. Mm. Uh, yeah, because I went Jefferson Barkley in my first yeah. two picks. He was consistent, wasn't he? He was consistent, and uh, the best thing about him was uh, he made me beat Broadwood uh, single-handedly at the match that he was at watching live. Oh, you went to the oh, he went to the London game, didn't <laughs> he? He did. He went to the London match, and it was just because of Barclays' performance that he beat him. And he went off injured, I think, in the first quarter as well. And Broadwood, yeah, said, I remember the yeah. I remember the messages. <laughs> Broadwood just sent me messages, and then he came back on. I think he scored three three touchdowns after that, and it was fucking glorious. Fantastic. Absolutely glorious. I've still but, got the I've still got the photograph that somebody sent me of of Broadwood sitting in the stands, looking watching, absolutely yeah. furious as Barkley ran in. For he was wallowing. Oh, it was wonderful. That's, that's my screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's that's in the wank bank for Paul. <laughs> Get it up, yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck the Gators. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Does that, fin- does that finish off this week's news? I think it does. <laughs> Following on from the question of the draft, um, has anybody started following any girlfriends of draft picks yet on Uh, on social media? I think we all know someone in our league who does do that on a regular basis. Potentially Um, Lino, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah, but he says he says it's for research purposes. I mean, it, it oh, is for yeah. research purposes. Yeah. Bik- bikini research. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to say he says it's for fantasy research purposes, and I don't deny it's for fantasy research. <laughs> Whether it's fantasy football research purposes or not is another question. He's probably glad his wife doesn't listen to these podcasts anymore. I say anymore, <laughs> anymore. I like she did in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like I did like the transparency when he did say last year he was following CMC's missus, who's now mm-hmm. always now his fiance, right? Now yeah, engaged, yeah, yeah. I think. Yep, yep, yeah. Uh it's very transparent of him, but he's giving away well, I was about to say he's giving away, you know, uh, you know, clues to how uh, he drafts, but no, I don't really care how he drafts because he never drafts that well. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's never there's never quite a skill there, is there? No, like shooting in the dark a bit. But um, I think he yeah. actually DMs some of them as well. Like, how how's Christian what? doing? Is he is, is he okay this week? Look yeah. after him. And I bet, and I, bet <laughs> I bet he's getting absolute. Um, well, he's probably getting you know, orders from the police to stop bothering. Broadly. Unlike Broadwood, though, who you know, at least at least he's being nice, and at least you know he's not actually just sending abuse to American football players, which is Broadwood's forty. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, if you flick back to your point on partners and girlfriends or wags shall i say wives and girlfriends of players did you guys catch that thing on the draft oh yeah uh will <laughs> will levis, levis yeah. and he was sat there the whole of the first round and his both his sister and his girlfriend were like blowing up the internet and he was yeah. sat there looking absolutely miserable sin <laughs> did you guys see this <laughs> yeah, yeah i saw it yeah. yeah it was it was absolutely hilarious i mean she 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 absolutely stole the show and i mean everybody Everybody knows about about him. I don't know if you ever go into TMZ. I mean, I mean, you shouldn't go into TMZ because it's absolutely horrendous. But I was kind of searching the story beforehand, and they literally had a timeline on their page, you know, following throughout the day of the draft, just about his girlfriend and seeing really? what's she wearing now, what's his mood, and then finding all these old photographs of him and goes, now his mum's involved. And um, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely, absolutely hilarious. 
So uh, he did get picked in round two eventually, didn't he? It was, it was day yeah, two. Top, top, right at the top of round two, I think. Right at the top of round two. Oh, yeah, because there was, there was a trade-up, wasn't there? So he's going, he's going to Tennessee, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll yeah. be delighted that they're going to Tennessee. <laughs> mm. <Yep>. she, <laughs> she looks a Tennessee girl. Oh, what does that mean? In, in, fairness, in fairness, though, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, McCaffrey's missus is now delighted that they've moved from um, Charlotte to, to San Francisco. That's a bit of an I, upgrade. I, I, hold on, no, no, I'm not letting that part. Sorry, Fleming. Or oh, what do you mean like, she looks like a Tennessee girl? What does that well, mean? Well, she doesn't. That's the whole point, is it? She looks like more... <laughs> she should be in New York, I suppose, with Rogers rather than, than so, Tennessee. So, Paul, for anyone who's living in Tennessee, <laughs> Paul, lives in es- <laughs> Paul lives in Essex, which is outside of <laughs> east of London. And uh, Paul's now make, make pretty much locking down that he'll never be able to visit certain parts of the oh, US. Tennessee, Tennessee's Paul, out now. Paul, what, what does a girl from Tennessee look like, Paul? No idea. <laughs> I just know it's more it's more your outbacks than your than your wag sort of territory, you know? Your outbacks. Well what's an yeah. outback? Oh, you mean the chain of bars called Outback or you're talking about the Australian outback. What are we talking about here? No, no, no your outbacks of uh you, Look, he's, he's, he's trying to suggest that everyone from Tennessee is a fucking munter. That's what he's <laughs> that, 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 that's what he's getting at. Okay, oh, I'll I'll say it so he can he can quote it so he can never go to, to Tennessee in his life. Oh, okay, I'm out, okay. I'm out of Tennessee. Shame. Okay, so you're never going to Nashville. Okay, you're not no. a big fan of country and western, are you, Paul? Not now. No, <laughs> them days are gone. Thanks to you. <laughs> Thanks to me. I'm not the yeah. one make, casting aspersions on the. I'm never going to meet and... Dolly Parton now. Mm, exactly, <laughs> Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh dear, I can see. I can see the Gators drafting a lot of Tennessee Titan players next year now, just to spice up your rivalry. That, that was on the cards anyway. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's, it's, all, it's all actually. It's, it's just a big ploy just to get him to get as many. Uh, to get as many Titans players as possible. So let's oh, go dear. back. Anyway, uh, Fitz, just before we finish yes. off, I, I want to go back mm-hmm. to the point you made right at the beginning about our live draft. And this is really a, a fantasy point to, to finish off since we've kind of caught up in the news. Yeah. So we've got a player who's not coming to our live draft and we've all got different ideas, but we do have a few regular listeners now and thank you for joining us uh, regularly. And I know you guys are very much into your fantasy as well. But I'd be really interested to know what we do because we're still going ahead on that date, yeah? Because we tried to arrange it to another date and trying to get all yeah, eight of us. It's, it's, a, bit, it's yeah. a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. So um, we need punishments. <laughs> uh, what What's the punishment going to be for Nick Walter for saying that he was coming to the draft and now isn't? Uh, my view very much is that we find a random person on the streets of London, because we're doing it in London, find a random person on the streets of London to pick his team for him uh, but they can have absolutely no knowledge of NFL at all, which, to be honest, isn't really going to make a difference to Nick. Uh, but they can make no no knowledge at all, and they can only pick people based on if they like their names, like how most people pick horses in the Grand National. Yeah. So you know, you'd pick a, um, you'd pick a Duvernay or something because that's a cool name, yeah. or you pick Chubba Howard, dead high, uh, just because you like the name. Uh, and I think that should be uh, the punishment. My only concern about that is is that we'll probably end up with a better squad than maybe <laughs> research. Uh, but have you guys got any ideas about what you think uh, Nick should have to go through? Oh, I, I like that to be honest. Random member of the public just yep. choosing, but no, there has to be a there has to be some sort of punishment. I mean, is he going to dial in? Do we even know if he's can he's, attend he's, anything? Yeah, he's basically suggested he could dial in from wherever he is. Parts unknown. God but it seemed to. I mean, his but his. Bam, they're going to be absolutely furious at that as well on a family <laughs> holiday. I, uh, I've got to dial into seven other guys who you've not met before who are sitting in a pub picking American football players. Yeah, 
and also the draft isn't a short affair it's several hours as yeah. well and when especially and in person not, it's going to be even more yeah, and we we're going to really take our drag time. it out yeah, yeah we should drag it out um yeah i'd lo- i i think it's a really good shout for them because i think um i think this i, I look, folks if you're listening at tight ends pod on twitter if you've got any ideas um then definitely interested on anyone's ideas about what we should do um uh, and how nick should be allowed or not allowed to pick his team given he's not there in person i love the idea of just going because we're doing it in the after so september 2nd so if anyone's free and they fancy you know putting themselves forward for consideration on in london oh, on yeah, september, we'll, we'll, we'll buy you lunch and beer definitely we'll buy you lunch and feed you drink for the day and if you came along we might consider letting you pick nick's team the challenge is anyone listening You've got to make a really strong case right because you'll know NFL and either you'll pick the worst team possible or you'll pick a really good team. It's probably you do so, have yeah. to put up with Broadwood for the afternoon. Oh yeah, yeah. you do have to do that. I don't well. know. That's also an attractive quality, right? If you listen to any, <laughs> if you no, let me finish. My thinking is it's attractive in that if you listen to the last pod, our one of our rivalry series, which had you, Paul, uh, Flem, you were coasting, uh, yeah. and and Broadwood of the Gators on, and Gators versus uh, all your Musketeers as the most heated rivalry an afternoon watching you two go at each other live could be again quite entertaining i think oh, it'd be brilliant true be absolutely brilliant you sell not, tickets that's not a bad <laughs> shout but yeah stream it, well, stream it live on youtube yeah, pay-per-view let's go i do i did I, I will say this there's something about london i went i went to a dutch bar in london uh, a couple of years ago just around me with a couple of pals and there's this young lad sat on the table next to us and he was just having a drink and just chilling out and we, he was on his own for a good life, 30, 40 minutes. And we just said, oh, mate, do you want to come sit with us and have a chat? Because we, we were watching the football. I can't remember which game it was. And we ended up spending the whole afternoon just drinking with this young lad. I don't remember his name now. Um, and it was a great laugh. And that's the kind of thing. you just We could just literally wander out, walk into a pub. Who wants a free beer for the afternoon? Come over to wherever we're going to be hosting. There's something in that, Flem, that yeah. says... Um, or alternatively, like, you know, we're part of a, of a good few couple of uh, you know Facebook groups, etc. the NFL UK. Yeah. involving expansion which i'm sure yep. we'll go into in the next in the next season yes um so there's every chance i think that if we put a message out there to say hi who wants to come along and ruin a man's team uh and pick kickers in the first three picks they would be delighted yeah it's a great <laughs> shout it's a great shout folks at tight ends pod on twitter you've got any ideas any suggestions or you want to pitch yourself as being available on September the 2nd in London. And why? Why you should come? There's got to be a reason. Not just because you hate you hate um, the Sharks or anything like that. They've got to yeah, sell yeah. it to us. You've got to tell us why you'd be good to come along, meet some of the folks live in person and just have a free beer all afternoon pretty much. Nice so, one. Sense of joy. Good shout, Fleming. Really good uh, segment <laughs> to end. Really good Thanks. one. Right. Um, how do they... With, at Titans Pod is your Twitter handle. How do they email us if they want to do it that way, Flem? Well, we've got, we're on Twitter, Tight Ends Pod. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, also at Tight Ends Pod as well. And we have an email address, tightendspod at gmail.com, which is now being checked regularly, which it wasn't for a while. And we had quite a few emails of people writing in. So apologies oh, for that. Yeah, wow. yeah, that was good. Um, so, uh, so, so we are checking it now. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us in any way, you can do. This is obviously the off-season. We'll still be doing a couple of kind of off-season yeah. uh, pods less regularly i dare say but we'll still be here out and about so do keep those notifications on as well give us a review uh, and tell your friends if they want to do it and we'd also love to get guests on as well so if anybody's interested in joining in with their 
um, stories with their expertise or otherwise in all things relating to NFL and fantasy. We would love to hear from you. Brilliant. Thanks, Flem. Paul, thank you for joining. Uh, it's uh, it's very good of you, given what's happened recently for the Lions. See you next time, folks. From the Gators. Lovely stuff. <laughs>